Golf Cat. Presented by Bones Brothers Media. down the roster here of the 2022 Panther Invitational at Hilton Head Island, which will be taking place this weekend. TW Man 66 is in the field, and we brought Bones DK Golf on here to give us some handicaps uh, or some knowledge about what we can expect out here at the Panther Invitational. Let's start with you, though, uh, TW Man 66. Tell us a little bit about the Panther Invitational. We have you, we have Mike Mullen, we have Mark Worthy, we have Derek Dempsey, we have Steve Worthy, we have Brad Lamego, Brian Julius, Ben Lawrence. I recognize a lot of those names. Tell us how you guys all came together. What's the format like? This is a lot of golf you guys are playing this weekend. It is a lot of golf. Uh, Panther Invitational, obviously, is an Upper St. Clair theme. but uh, uh, So it's, it's, it's matches of twosomes each, each time, and it's going to be scored just like a Ryder Cup. But there's no actual teams throughout the whole event. So it's five rounds, new pairings each round, and you're going to be earning points as a team for your individual score trying to get uh, champion golfer of the, of the year. So it's, it's, uh, I know Dempsey's already uh, feeling the heat of, of looking down the barrel of all these golf rounds. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of golf to play. This is over three days, Thursday, Friday. I think, I think I was invited on this golf trip. Was I invited on this thing, but I had to, I had to back out. You were actually, yeah, you were, you were on the original email, I think. You're doing yours down in, yeah, I've got another event this weekend. I, I would love to be a part of this. Some great dudes. I know Bones, DK, you weren't up for St. Clair for a long time. But you recognize any names on this card? Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of them, especially, uh, you know, the worth, Worthies, uh, obviously Mullen, uh, Julius, you know, Dems, D'Lo. I know him a lot. We've uh, we've spent some time together. I'll tell you what, man, these are, these are some pretty uh, decent handicaps for these guys. I don't know. Man, I'd love to see what the actual scores are by the end because 14-15 for all these guys, uh, eh, you know, I don't know if they're that good. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to call anybody a sandbagger uh, in this group, that's for sure. Those are, those are some good handicaps. Those are, especially when you're heading down to a place like South Carolina that's known for PGA-style golf courses on the island. Um Let's talk about those handicaps. Wildman comes in as the low handicap. He's a 10. Mike Mullins a 14. Worthy's a 14. Dempsey's a 15. Worthy's a 15. Lamego's a 15. Julius is a 15. Lawrence is a 16. All these guys, I mean, those are really tight handicaps, man. You're not even almost going to have to give any shots. It's going to be like a straight-up event, pretty much. You're talking about one throughout the course of two sides. Not, not you know, you're going to have to give up a few, obviously, Wildman, but some of these other guys that are playing together. So you... You know, most of these guys are from Upper St. Clair. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't mean to throw anybody under the bus, though, either. But Lamego and Lawrence, I don't recognize those names. Are they from Upper St. Clair? They're married to Upper St. Clair girls. Okay, you, so, okay. Man. Okay, so where is everybody coming from? Because I know you're in Florida, and I'm pretty sure BJ's in Florida also, if I'm not mistaken. Julius, Cobra is what they like to call you. Uh, BJ out there. Uh, I hope he's listening, by the way. Love you, buddy. Um, so you, you guys are coming from Florida. And Anski's in Pittsburgh, I know. So where's how's everybody getting there? What's what's going on? The most important piece of knowledge for you two in terms of handicapping this event. So me and BJ are meeting in Daytona on Wednesday and driving up to Hilton Head together. It's about seven and a half each for us. 
Inski's flying in uh, Wednesday night. The other five guys are taking a red eye out of Pittsburgh with a layover, landing, I think, in Savannah, and then they're piling into a minivan. Four or five of these guys go 6'3 or better, don't forget. Uh, piling into a minivan with traveling cases, with clubs, with luggage, with, with long frames, and then they're driving to Hilton Head for the first round. So I think, I think those five are up against it, man. It's going to be a long Thursday to get things going. Boy, those are not ideal travel arrangements but on dk i mean what do you what do you, what do you make of that i mean these are successful men what are they doing you know figure it they out they gotta rent yeah. a second car i mean they gotta <laughs> rent a second car but you just think about golf bags alone it'll take up the entire back like those minivans I, I you know who knows if they've got the two slinging doors open maybe it's like an industrial minivan maybe it's not a minivan i'm really curious who's gonna get the front seat and who's gonna drive because they they're they get lucky way out you know if you have to stuff in the back is Inski flying in direct from pittsburgh he's got a layover as well but he i think he gets to savannah at like 10 o'clock at night and me and bj pick him up okay and why wouldn't bj just have his brother jason come down and and fly him up himself (laughs) that's good (laughs) (laughs) listen man i love jason to death a couple times we played out of rocky gap i know jason I don't think BJ flies like Jason does if he does. I, I'm not sure, but I know Jason flies, dude. Like, he flew to Rocky Gap from, like, Washington County, you know, rather than driving. So I know, and I'm, I'm sure he flies to uh, South Carolina also when his family goes to Hilton. I, I would assume. Anyhow, uh, that's some crazy travel arrangements. Those guys must rent a second car because that's a huge weekend you guys are coming into, too. Five 18 hole rounds of golf. You need to be like, limber and comfortable you don't need to be tight at all when you roll into to the island uh, you know we were, i don't know we were just talking off the air about rbvs red bull vodkas yes uh that might be in the wonderful beverage five guys yeah might be the answer for them yeah it might be yeah yeah well it usually is when when nothing else works you know we always talk about that wow man hey have a couple beers see what happens you know <laughs> right right so um, talk a little bit about this this group though. Like, who's the favorite here? Obviously, you're the ten handicap, but who's got some game here? Inski coming in at a fourteen. I hope he's been playing, man, because um, that's a low handicap, dude. I mean, you know, I'm not saying he's a he's a pack, but geez, fourteen. That that, he's, that I mean, you're shooting in the eighties pretty pretty consistently. One of the great challenges of of this type of golf is is off the tee. You know, there's a lot of dog legs, there's a lot of pine straw, there's a lot of water, a lot of trees. Uh, so that's going to be a factor for everybody. Uh, Inski's got a good short game, but, you know, he can get a little squirrely off the tee. So we'll have to see how he, you know, what he elects to do, whether it's driver or less than driver. Uh, Mark Worthy, just going down the list here, uh, is coming off some back surgery. So I haven't played with him in a couple of years, but sounds like he's lost some distance and might be fighting the back a little bit. Uh, Dempsey, you know, any, anything's possible, right? Could shoot 79, could shoot 99. Uh, he'll have a cold drink in his hand most of the, most of the weekend. No, this is going to be a vacation for him. This is not a golf tournament. This is, <laughs> this is vacation. Right, right. Steve Worthy, you know, I was told that, uh, uh, he's an excellent putter, but he's been, you know, I heard the word yips around him recently, uh, from someone else in this field. Uh, Lamego, from everything I've heard, has a steady game and, and good tee to green. So he seems like maybe he's um, a little bit lower down the list than maybe he should be. 
Uh, BJ's coming in at a 15. You know, we played with BJ. BJ's a local guy here at Hilton Head, too. Played a lot of golf here, and he loves that low country knockdown, as we like to say, where he's, you know, he's taking seven iron from 50 yards out and basically putting it up there. Um, <laughs> Lawrence, Laura, uh, uh, some have questioned Lawrence. A shot maker, BJ. Yeah, a master, maker. a magician. Yeah, some question marks around Lawrence's equipment. Uh, uh, sounds like maybe his bag is from a garage sale. And uh, it's got a lot of irons in it, but not many woods and, and uh, larger clubs. He's a less than iron guy off the tee from the feedback I've gotten. So, and he's uh, a 16 handicap. Boy, you must have some great iron play then. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. You know, going over that list, you're right. Anything is possible with Dempsey. I've played with Enski a lot. If he can keep it in front of him and not lose it left or right off the tee, he can play well. The Worthy brothers have always been pretty athletic from what I remember. Um, you know, obviously, if you're talking about a back surgery, that's that's a huge wrinkle in the game there. Uh, but the Worthy brothers have always been very athletic, so I'd expect good things out of them. I, I don't know much about Lamega, but if you're saying you're good tee to green, again, if you're a guy that can keep it in front of you, you're always going to do well. And, uh, you know, a 15 handicap could probably do that. Brian Jubilees at a 15. I hope he's been playing a lot of golf too, man. Uh, I know he's a Florida guy, so I'm sure he's got the time to do it. But that's a, again, that's a good handicap, right? <laughs> Shooting in the 80s consistently with that kind of handicap. And Ben Lawrence is a 16. So Bones DK, you know, we're not used to dealing necessarily with handicaps. We're dealing with scratch golfers, the best in the world, the elite, when we're talking about the PGA. But uh, you've played a lot of amateur golf. You've seen a lot of amateurs. What sticks out to you? And what do you know about these guys that maybe influences your decision? Who's going to be the champion golfer here? Well, you know, I, I, Wild Man, I, I just played with him down at Florida. He had four birdies on the front nine um, and then ended up falling up with the 11 over on the back, I believe. So, you know, you know, he, he started off well. He was chipping in. But, you know, that was a local course. He played there a lot. So I think 10 handicap is, is accurate. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't break it, though. I know Hilton Head's tough. I, I once played there with uh, Paladinos back in the day, and it was a second hole, and I was only like 14 years old. And I took a drive, and it, and it hit a tree and shot about 40 yards behind us. So I shot a net, you know, it went behind me. And, you know, I, I know how tough that course is, and, and it's tough. I actually did have a birdie. What did you do when that happened? Did you go back and play the ball 40 yards behind the tee, or were they, like, pick up and, and get in the cart? They're like, get the hell in the cart, you, you loser. <laughs> you know, God. Like, You're this done is, on this hole. Second now. hole, second hole, I'm already doing this. Like, this is a mistake, you know. I, <laughs> and it was, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I, I did play with Steve Worthy, I believe, at the Ryder Cup year, a couple years ago. And I remember we were teammates, one of the Worthies, and I'm pretty sure it's Steve. And I remember him being a really good golfer. So I, I could see Steve doing some damage out, out there. Um, I think he's a great underdog. And, I, and I'm going to go with Brian Julius as an underdog as well. Um, you know, he, he likes the course there. I, I know he plays a lot. Um, he definitely looks tan enough. You know, he looks like... You know, he's out in the sun every day, I'll tell you that much. I'm not. I'm he looks just... like a pirate. That's how tan he looks. You know, he's, like, not exactly, like, like ethnic, but he's, like, so baked brown that he looks, looks like a pirate. You know? Like, yeah, like... I should tell you guys this. We have a text thread going. BJ has sent two videos in. One of them was a three-footer that he missed, and the other one was him narrating himself from 150 out for the championship. And he shanked it off the side of his house, I think. <laughs> he came back, almost through his legs. So, we'll see. Well, I'm going to tell you this. There ain't going to be anybody out there having a better time 
than Brian Julius and Derek Dempsey. But like I said, it, it's going to be vacation. And, and, you know, these are great, great people to like hang around with for a weekend. If, if there were a couple dudes that I could pick out of a hat, uh, you know, pick out, handpicked to, to hang out with BJ and D'Lo would be two of those guys. And uh, a lot of their game is going to depend on how hard they want to hammer the party wagon. That's just what it's going to come down to. You know what I mean? Now, you know, BJ being a Florida guy, probably used to the heat, probably having a little bit more time to uh, relax and party, just being because it's Florida wild, man. I mean, I'm, you know, I say that about you too. There's, you just have more time on your hands because you're able to go outside and do things. You're not confined to a, you know, like a fucking vampire here in West Virginia inside. But, um, you know, I think BJ BJ is going to handle a little, a little bit more, also, and a, a little bit better than D'Lo because I think D'Lo is just coming out of here like a loose cannon. He's on vacation, man. It's like spring break for D'Lo. Agree well, or disagree? Like is, if we are handicapping this in terms of partying, D'Lo's a scratch handicap. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's exactly right. If, if we went party wise, Dempsey's at the top of this list, and I think BJ is actually second on this list, Wild Man. And then I'd put you in there third. And then if you get Inski, speaking of vodka, yeah, you get Inski on some vodka soda. Um, you know, I've seen him with a uh, with a tower before at the Rivers that was about fourteen clear cups high. You know, vodka soda. So I mean, look, look, you come into weekends like this, and everybody's like, "I want to take it slow. I want to enjoy myself." But let, let's just—it's group think, right? It's strength in numbers. You're going to get there away from the families, alone with a bunch of guys golfing, it only takes one, right? It only takes yeah. one guy to lead the charge, and uh, it gets a little loose. So I expect Thursday to be one of the rowdier days. And then, and then you're just playing catch-up the rest of the weekend. Bones, DK, give me your top three golfers here. Who wins gold, who wins silver, who wins bronze? Man, um, you know, I, I was going to say Ben was a – I know Ben. I've met him in the past before, and, I, you know, I thought he was a better golfer. But I don't know about that bag and, and those clubs and everything. So that's not something I put my money on. Um, you know, I played with Inski and D'Lo uh, not too long ago at Lindenwood, and they had a pretty good game. I, I embarrassed myself. But, you know, I, I clearly had not played in a while. I, I you usually do on the golf course. Yeah, that's yeah. why we haven't played in a long time. <laughs> Uh, well, I stuck it five feet at your invitation on the first hole and hit the birdie putt. So I was one under through one at Sunnycroft. I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go. I, I was pretty impressed with Wildman's game. I'm going to go Wildman. And then, uh, you know, Mark Mark with his injuries, that scares me a little bit. D'Lo with his drinking scares me a little bit. I remember Steve being a great teammate. So I'm going to go with Steve, uh, number two, and BJ, number three. Wow. I mean, they're I mean, only one know, off. I mean, they're only one handicap off of each other. So by the way, I'd love to see that scorecard of you going one under through one, just so we could see the seven, the seven, the eight, the X, and then the par that you put eight. on the hole. You know, he was 13 over through five after starting one under par through one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the, here, here it goes. Look, wild man's tough to beat. He is. I'm a 9.2. They're giving Wildman a 10 here. I think he's a shot or two better than me. So I think he's the clear-cut favorite here. So it's his to lose, in my opinion. I like Worthy's game. Um, like I said, they're both athletic dudes. And, and I'm ruling Dempsey out because I do have a – I think I know a little bit of insider information here, which is that Dempsey is already withdrawn <laughs> from the Saturday morning round. <laughs> Which is gonna, which is gonna obliterate his point standing, if I'm not mistaken. So, while he has potential, 
there's just no way he's going to be able to catch up if he's if he's playing four out of five rounds instead of five out of five rounds. So it's going to go uh, wild man. I'm going to put Worthy able to able to eke out Mullen and BJ, and then <clears throat> and look, I, I don't know Ben and, Br- and Brad, so they they could they could kill here. I'm just handicapping the six guys I know. Um, and again, I don't know Mark, but he, you're talking about back surgery. That's serious. I know that can affect people out on the golf course. Inski and Julius is like a bet that I would, I'd want to watch like all weekend long. I think those guys are going to be like rivals this weekend. I think they're going to be like within a shot, two, three, four, five, the whole weekend long. And it won't be decided until that final match on Saturday or Sunday, whatever the final day it is. However, I'm also going to throw this bet out, Bones DK. And I think D'Lo is one step ahead of the game here. I, I cannot foresee these guys in their late 30s, early 40s. I don't know if anybody's in their early 40s yet, but definitely late 30s. I cannot foresee any of these guys being able to play five 18-hole rounds of golf in three days under the circumstances, which is like it's going to be kind of a golf vacation spring break trip. I just don't see that happening. So I think it's going to end up being a, a four-round event. That's what I think, Wildman. Well, I don't think there's going to be any cancellations. I mean, you know, you, you might be the walking dead out there come come Saturday. But uh, I don't want to throw the guy under the bus either. But I think I remember you telling me a story about BJ. He is a local guy down there, member at the club, uh, falling asleep on the 14th hole, not playing the rest of the round. Did that happen? Is that true? That is true. That is true. Oh, he went out on his boat the day before down at Siesta Key, and uh, we had like a 6:50 a.m. tee time, <laughs> and he was he was uh, curled up in, in the golf cart from for the last couple of holes. I don't even think he remembers being. <laughs> I take him out of my top three. He's out. I can't. No, I, I think uh, I think Lamego is the dark horse. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about his game that, ha- that you know has been derogatory so i think maybe he's uh he's coming in as a true 15 and and can do some damage here i i i'm a little worried about him look depending on how much water there is like you really have to change your game when you're playing around water because you have to be more conservative rather than taking those high risks because you know the rewards won't always be there so again if you can kind of keep it in front of you Keep it straight. That's the key. You're going to have to hit the ball straight. That's that's going to be the key, as it always is, right? But but especially here, you're not going to uh, even the, the margin for error. I don't think it's going to be as high as, as most courses we're used to playing up up north here. And and like even at Bardmore, Wild Man, when we were down there, like there was water everywhere. And if you kind of hit a driver and, and faded it, it was gone. It was out of there. It was in water. Yeah, I mean these courses are set up to be, you know difficult i mean they're set up to be real golf courses with tree-lined fairways and stuff so it's not like up north where you know you've just got those wide open cow pastures and can go anywhere uh so i agree i think it's going to be a challenge for everybody getting off the tee and you can see some big numbers out there that could swing some matches so it's it's going to be and remember these are all two some matches so you've got a teammate and you're only as strong as your weakest link at any time right so it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a good group of guys here. We can see Bones DK actually checking his text messages now. He's done with this podcast. He's officially checked out. He's getting ready for the uh, – where are where is the PGA Tour this week, Bones? Is it in Mexico. 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 Yeah, Mexico. 
Okay, so we are, this is a special uh, of the Panther Invitational. We're going to have the Real Bones DK Golf Cast, giving you all your fantasy picks and all that good stuff, even though this audience is probably only about 10 people listening to this pod. Uh, if you are listening, guys, down there in South Carolina, give us a listen this week also. Uh, any final thoughts, Bones DK, before we sign off, man? Thanks for being here today. We appreciate your time. Yeah, no, man, this is a great tournament. I wish I was there. Great guys. Uh, you know, good luck out there. Uh, I, I want to see I want to see D'Lo versus Julius uh, heads up for the for the whole week. I think that's a good prop bet. And uh, Inski Inski versus Steve Worthy, I think, is a great prop bet. Um, so uh, if they, if those guys want to take those and they're listening, give me a text and uh, yeah, we'll make, shoot me make a text. Work. Also, shoot me a text. Get my number from Wildman. I'd be interested to take action on that. That's, yeah. that's good stuff. Real quick, also, Bones DK, I got to ask you this. If you were going to rank yourself on that list of golfers right there, where do you put yourself? What is your handicap right now? You know, right now, I'm not playing too well, but, you know, I I, I, I started to figure it out a little bit. Are you bit playing I, at all? Are you playing at all? Um, Not really. I, I played down in Florida. I played down in Florida. Um, I played with Marshall at St. Clair Country Club, and it was like the windiest day ever. There was like 40-mile-per-hour gusts. And, um, what did I mean, he shoot? What he shoot? Yeah. Uh, 76, I think, or 70, okay. 73 even. It was something really, really good. I, I shot about one. That was one. championship course, or that was the terrace? Championship course. Okay, okay. Yeah. He is. Oh, look at this guy. Hey, all of a sudden he gets a, a, a golf podcast, and he's, uh, you know, hanging out at St. Clair Country Club with Marshall Brown, playing on the championship <laughs> course. Good for you. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, his dad actually. What's your handicap? Answer the question. What's your handicap? <laughs> 20, uh, 20, 22. Yeah, that's a good handicap for you. I believe that. I think that's a good handicap for you. Yeah. Wild man, you like your 10? I mean, I don't think you have a gin. You should just buck up and get one. You play a lot of golf and you're good at it. Uh, yeah. You think you like a 10 or you think you're a little lower than that? I think uh, I, I think 10 is probably a little generous, you know, for me, like in terms of competition. I, I'd probably on a gin be closer to an 8, I would say, but uh, – you know, like like Bones DK said, I mean, I had four birdies on the front nine the other day, shot even, then I shot 11 over on the back, and uh, there was a common denominator on the back that you guys could probably guess uh, what it was. It's uh, They come in 12-ounce cans. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know what those are. No <laughs> doubt about that. All right. Uh, any final thoughts you want to say there, Wildman, before we sign off? No, no. We'll keep you posted. We'll li- we'll try to live tweet it as much as we can, and... Um, you know, certainly, certainly get you guys in on action if we can. Uh, I'll let the guys know that that uh, we're looking at some lines. Yeah, final thoughts. I would say here, Inski, if you're listening, keep it straight, buddy. You know, if you keep it straight, you'll be good. Dempsey, take it easy. Okay, <laughs> you don't need to drink all the beer and liquor in town in, in the first night you get there. And then Julius, stay awake, partner. Stay awake and you'll have a chance at this thing here. All right. Good luck at the Panther Invitational Hilton Head, South Carolina for Bones DK Golf. TW Man 66. My name is Edge. Thanks for listening. And good luck, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe.